0: welcome to the end times Guy podcast my name is Leon. and it's a pleasure to have you with me today i'm driving north through the canyon in british columbia it's a stretch of highway from hope british columbia up to spencer's bridge it's very windy if you've ever seen the the movie rambo first blood the very first one uh, it was filmed in the canyon and it's absolutely breathtaking scenery and as i'm driving through here this morning i'm looking at the beautiful works of God's hands and how elegantly he expresses himself through what has been made Uh, right now I'm driving past a grove of pine trees and the sun is slashing across the top lighting them up the hillsides are sheer rock that is snow-capped it's just breathtaking and stunning and a reminder of how magnificent God is and you know we need more time away from the hustle and bustle and the busyness of life to be alone in the woods absorbing the peace and tranquility how much more wholesome that would be for all of us and unfortunately i think we're all pretty much going to be forced either to knuckle under and be property of our governments or flee to the woods and literally live out there in isolation and you know it's a choice that i think we're being forced to make and i'm going to kind of clarify why i'm saying that today as i dive back into a document that was released by the trudeau government um one of the prime minister's cabinet members leaked it out to the people in early october it was drafted i believe in late september and it outlined a path for canada Moving into the fall of 2020 and the spring of 2021 and when I first read this document in early October it was very terrifying stuff to read but at the same time there's every possibility it's a it's a hoax someone just created this elaborate myth and spread it on the internet where it would uh, drive a bunch of people crazy so you can never really take it too seriously. And now is a great opportunity to open it up again and take a look and see if the initial steps in that document have been or are being implemented right now. So the first one was a phasing in of a secondary lockdown beginning in November. Here we are in November now, and there is, in fact, secondary lockdowns in all the major cities, Toronto, uh, Regina, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, we're we're seeing those lockdowns taking place, and they're supposed to expand outward from there, and that's in November. So the first step on that roadmap has come to pass. The second one was a rush to acquire isolation facilities or an internment camp pretty much is what it is. Let's call it what it really is, and never mind dressing it up with nice words. Uh, Rebel News, one of our only patriotic news sources in Canada, has taken actual footage of these internment camps. You can see it on YouTube. And very frightening. They have barbed wire around the outside, and they're all set up. There's no one in the camps yet, but they are ready to go, ready to accept their customers. The government of Canada has ordered large amounts of tasers, and tear gas, they're obviously gearing up for resistance. So two out of two now on that list. The first two items have been fulfilled. The third item says that daily new cases of COVID-19 will surge beyond testing capacity, and it will include an increase in COVID-related deaths following the same growth curves expected by the end of November, 2020. Well, we're, we're past the middle of November. It's November 18th today. And we're seeing that surge in COVID cases that they were talking about. So um, that's three out of three on that roadmap. And that's pretty scary. I'll tell you that so far it's proving itself to be, you know, either prophetic or choreographed and you have to kind of decide which way you lean on that either one of the the uh, Trudeau has the gift of prophecy or this has all been orchestrated and manipulated. They already knew in advance what was going to happen because they're making it happen. I, I lean towards the second choice there. I think they know how things are going to pan out because they're actually controlling those events. But there was something in this document that I want to bring out. Um, Daily new cases of COVID-21 hospitalizations and COVID-21 related deaths will exceed medical care facility capacity expected between the first and second quarter of 2021. And I've looked and looked, there's no such thing as COVID-21. So this was the first time I heard mention of a brand spanking new pandemic that's even worse than the first one. So that had me really sitting up in my chair. Then I saw Bill and Melinda Gates in a town hall interview that was on C-SPAN. You can see it yourself. They were asking Bill Gates what he saw, what he thought might be coming in the future and he said that we have to prepare for the next pandemic and then he says something very bizarre which Bill Gates does from time to time he kind of likes to let it escape let it slip show you know quickly flash his cards and show people what he's holding and you look at the sly grin on Melinda's face when he says it he says I think this time This one will get people's attention. He knows whatever this next pandemic is he's talking about, he already knows that it's going to be serious. So that was a second um, independent source saying there's going to be a second pandemic. Well, now there's a third to add to that list. It's a fellow named Jeremy Juergens. He is the managing director of the World Economic Forum. And... That is one of the globalist entities that are basically running the world right now. And if anyone knows what's coming, it's Jeremy Juergens from the World Economic Forum. And he is warning that there is going to be a second pandemic. He says it matter-of-factly. I really encourage you to watch this video. It's called Jeremy Juergens' Next Crisis More Impactful than COVID-19. If you look that up, uh, it is, I believe on YouTube. He says matter of factly, that there is another pandemic coming and It's very bizarre what he says. He says, this one is going to be worse. It's going to have a much faster spread rate. It's going to be more impactful, which is a a polite way of saying a lot more people are going to die this time. And it's going to have a far, wider reach on societal or or far greater societal impact than COVID-19. He's saying all of this matter of factly as if he knows what the next pandemic is, which is very bizarre unless you're one of the people responsible for creating the next pandemic. So that's the third independent source all pointing towards some sort of bug coming down the pipes early next year and i've said this before and i'm i'm going to keep saying it if you hear anything about covid 21 or some new disease spreading don't sit around don't think that it will be like covid or like mers or sars i think this one um they're disappointed with covid 19. it didn't have the body count bill gates was expecting He expected 30 million people to die and that would generate enough fear to move the globe forward. But 1.3 million deaths wasn't enough. Not enough people are scared and a lot of people are actually screaming it's time to return to normal. COVID-19 isn't that serious. So I think they do need a second pandemic. I think they need something stronger. I think Bill Gates was right. This one will get people's attention. And I'm not going to stick around and wait to find out how bad this one is. But, uh, you know, they're trying to tell us that we shouldn't travel uh, over Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I would just say the opposite. Take this opportunity at Thanksgiving and at Christmas to go and visit your loved ones. Because... The, the future is too uncertain. We're, we're not certain when we'll get a chance to travel again and what the future holds. Go and visit your loved ones. Pray with them. Tell them. Warn them. Let them know. You know, if we all can look back next March and laugh that, you know, it was all a, a hoax, that's great. That's fine. But on the other side of that coin, if it's all going to go down, Like this, then we may not get another chance to say those things we want to say to those loved ones. So I don't want you to miss out on any opportunities you have right now to to visit with friends and family because you may not have another opportunity. We don't want to be like that fellow in in South America and Venezuela who was ready for a socialist takeover, but he didn't act soon enough and he didn't prepare himself enough. Those were his regrets. We don't want to be the same. We want to be fully prepared and we want to act before it's too late, not after it's too late. Thanks for joining me today. God bless you.